I am Nimi and I'm Ritu from Adventurize this is Venturing Beyond a podcast where we delve into the career stories of ambitious individuals Today we have with us Rohan Dilmaria a senior legal counsel for a big four bank in Australia a former in-house counsel at KFC Asia and Pizza Hut Asia Pacific and an international attorney for Magic Circle law firm uh link creators and us law firm um mayer brown he's also the founder of law ninjas so welcome rohan uh, it's brilliant to have you here how are you doing thank you so much for having me nimi and yeah no it's an absolute pleasure being here i'm calling you today from sydney in australia so we're under lockdown so you know it's not the best of circumstances but i'm very very excited to be talking to you for the next hour or so uh, about pretty much anything that you ask me perfect that's what we love here yeah. i just kind of want to bring up um a lot of the students and the young professionals that we've talked to while building adventurewise they're also considering their career aspirations and their futures and things like that right so i hear a lot that a lot of people are quite like anxious or confused and i kind of wanted to bring a point that you mentioned in our previous call with Um, mental health, which is often overlooked, the conversation. So I wanted to hear your thoughts about what you've observed so far, and um, what could students do to get a better handle of the situation. Yeah, I think mental health has always been something that has been obviously super important because you know, like when your when your body's aching or you have a fever, you go to a doctor and you get medicine and you get sort of you know. cured or healed after a few days for mental health you know it's always been something either that is you don't know a lot about nobody talks about it uh and even if you have an issue you don't go and seek help because it's seen as you know there's a stigma associated with it um but i personally believe and this is something that i've also struggled with is that mental health for me i've never really paid attention to it i've you know kind of just said oh yeah i'm just stressed out or i'm not feeling great today or i'm uh, you know worried about something or anxious about something but i think since the pandemic i think since you know all these things have kind of come more to the forefront with simone biles you know pulling out of her events in the olympics because of mental health because of naomi osaka the tennis player uh bringing it up as an um issue as well i think people are now talking a lot more about it and it's a bit more accepted to say that hey guys i'm actually not feeling great today i'm going to take a day off work today uh i think you know i'm seeing a lot more of that happening which is obviously fantastic um so i i think it is a key issue that should be talked about and should be addressed more but also on top of that you know what can we do to you know mitigate the impact of things that are happening in the world around us uh firstly definitely find an outlet for yourself so whether that's exercise uh you know a walk or you know taking your dog out for a run or whatever it is you need that outlet whether it's music or just having a nap or taking a long warm bath with candles and you know uh, beethoven playing in the background whatever it is uh you need to find that for yourself and you know different things will work for different people and the other thing you need to also do and don't be like you know uh, i don't know scared to do it is go seek help like there are you know psychologists out there and this is what they do for a living 
go talk to somebody because the thing is right like unfortunately when we are feeling low or when we're feeling like something's wrong in our lives we tend to go to our friends or we go to our family members and yes okay you know that's free advice and you know it's easy to access and yes they know us but that's actually kind of con- counterproductive in a way because you don't want somebody who has uh, a bias in that sort of situation you don't want somebody who knows you too well so go seek help from a third party who's neutral who's an expert who's kind of seen other students or patients or you know people who've been through similar things and just talk i think mental health is something that students especially like i've been speaking to a lot of students over the last i don't know since january last year so i have along that is 18 months um since the pandemic kind of kicked off in in you know parts of you know china and singapore and so on um it's it's been tough and like you said you know it's not like you're doing everything virtually you're not getting to meet people you're not getting to spend time with your friends uh i have a 7 year he's about to turn 7 i have a 7 year old son and he's been in homeschooling for the last you know 2 months since lockdown and how do you explain to this young generation of kids who you know sorry you can't meet your grandparents or sorry you can't meet your friends or sorry you can't have a birthday party which is something i have to tell my son you know that it's just it's tough so that's that's kind of my mental health spiel for for the day no but thank you so much for sharing that you're right in the sense that like not many people are open about it or there is a bit of a, a reluctance to share uh, about mental health and what you're feeling and it's like equally or maybe even more important than physical health you know how you yeah. feel can actually impact your physical health everything it's all linked it's all linked so your mental health is linked to your physical health so for example one thing i learned very fairly recently is that you know we eat all kinds of things right we eat fast food we drink soft drinks we drink alcohol and it impacts everything that's going on in our gut and our you know stomach and everything and gut health is directly linked to everything else that's going on in your life you know you might feel de- depression if you if you're you know you're not keeping healthy down there you you know you can feel all kinds of things you feel fatigue and tiredness and all that stuff so it's all it's all linked um and so yeah we just need to take care of ourselves but i'm not saying that i'm amazing at taking care of myself i'm not but at least you know becoming aware of it is i think very very important um do you have any like resources that you could suggest to students who I know a lot of people at my age wouldn't have I don't know the ability to access counselors or talk to psychologists or seek help that way there are more um resources available online uh, recently but do you have any suggestions So I have a, I'm not the best person to ask but I would say that there's a few apps now that have come out for like things like you know meditation or or reading you a story or playing music when you're going off to sleep so it help you go off to sleep for example uh, you know a lot of us have alexa or google home now i guess in our homes and uh, one thing i do every time i i'm going to sleep i i play sounds of the ocean it just helps with you know peace of mind relaxation allows you to have a really good sleep but yeah feel free to reach out to me as well you know if you need any specific advice again i'm not an expert on mental health by any stretch of the imagination but i think for lawyers and law students i i understand 
a lot of the things that they go through. All students, <laughs> we're all uh, we're all high achievers. We're all overachievers. Uh, we all got pretty good grades at high school, uh, and so then we kind of got into law school, thinking, "Oh yeah, this is you know I've made it." And then you realize, "Ah, oh, everybody else in law school is super smart as well." So I need to keep up. I need to push myself. A lot of the students I speak to, you know, they're in the sort of law in India and other places, even in Australia. It's like a five-year journey. Usually combine it with another degree like arts or commerce or something. And so, you know, first-year students, you know, who still have such a long way to go, they're like, oh, I'm, I haven't got any internships. I don't know what to do. I don't know which kind of lawyer I want to be. And, you know, they get stressed out about it. I'm just like, guys, and girls, you know, like the first two years of your law school journey, just don't worry about all that stuff. Just absorb as much as you can, enjoy it, learn as much as you can, uh, meet people virtually or physically, however you you know you can. Just take it all in because don't try and start running that rat race so quickly because you'll have more than enough time in the rest of your career to do that. So I think stress all those stresses i understand i think for lawyers as well at like law firms i understand the stresses they are faced because unfortunately the law firm model is based on the fact that how many billable hours you clock up in a day or in a month you're rewarded on that basis so you have to hit certain targets if you go over those targets then you get bonuses you know all those things and so there's an incredible amount of pressure incredible amount of um, stuff that lawyers have to go through, which again, nobody talks about. Um, I have to admit, I've worked for you know some of the best firms in the world, and I don't see, I didn't see mental health being talked about that much, uh, as much as it should have been, uh, even though it was a real issue and it continues to be a real issue with a lot of my friends who are at law firms. I wanted to ask you why you decided to choose law as your niche and why you wanted to study it. How, um, if you have any advice for people who are currently interested in law and wanting to go into it, they're not sure. So what made you decide to go down this path? I think, um, and this is not just for lawyers or students who are looking to get into the law, it's for anyone. If you want to be something or if you're looking at a particular career path as an option, my advice to you is two words, which is look up. And what look up means in this context is look up at the people who are doing what you want to do and speak to them. Okay. So the first thing is reach out to the people who are doing what you want to do and speak to them, see what they're doing. What is it like to actually be a lawyer or be a human rights advocate or whatever it is? I know that's easier said than done. You can't always reach out to the, you know, a lawyer and say, hey, give me 20 minutes of your time. But you, know, you can. LinkedIn is this fantastic tool now where you can be connected with Elon Musk or you know, somebody like that who previously was unattainable or you know, just uh, completely you can't even think about messaging someone like that. Now you can, you know, you can message them and say, look, I'm so-and-so, uh, I'm a student, I'm interested in, you know, being a lawyer, I'd love to learn a little bit more about your journey and seek your guidance, do you have 10 minutes next week where I could give you a call? What's the worst that can happen? They'll say no, right? Or more, more likely, they'll just ignore your message. That's fine. Look, you had nothing to lose in the first place and you still haven't lost anything. But imagine if that person said yes, Right. You've just opened a door for yourself that was never open in the first place. So take a chance. Okay. So look up means speak to people. But looking up also at a more sort of basic level 
means just looking at those people and saying, okay, how did they get to where they are today? You know, so you could look at a lawyer's profile on LinkedIn again or on Google or whatever and see, okay, they did this, they did this master's degree, they learned this language, they worked in this particular court or this firm, and then they got to where they are. And then look at profiles of five or 10 people like that who are doing what you want to do and say, okay, you know, you'll notice firstly that everybody has a different path. You know, everybody's career path is like uh, fingerprints. It's unique to us, okay? Nobody has the same thing or path. But what you'll start to notice is that there are patterns in everybody's career path, you know? So you just need to kind of identify for yourself, you know, what it is that you want to do. For me, why I became a lawyer, um, I didn't always want to become a lawyer. I, when I was four years old, I wanted to be a tank commander in the Indian Army. Uh, and I, just because I thought that sounded really cool. Then I quickly realized that that was kind of a dangerous job. So then I moved into some sort of world where I was, re- I, I, I like to think I'm pretty creative. And so even back then, I, I was always, you know, writing and you know um, coming up with storylines and stuff so I wanted to go into advertising and then I realized that pretty quickly I was like oh you know advertising there's so many other creative people out there you know I will never be able to be as good as them like I had imposter syndrome at the age of 10 Um, and so then I was like no let's let's stick with something that's solid that that is that is interesting and so both my parents uh, were lawyers and so I kind of saw what, what they did. And my dad was an in-house lawyer for Pepsi and Nestle for many, many years. And I really liked what he did and what his you know, colleagues and peers uh, did. And you know, they were really interested in their jobs and they loved their jobs. And so that was something that I said, okay. And then obviously I watched a lot of TV shows like um, The Practice or Boston Legal. Suits wasn't around back then, but now people have suits on Netflix to watch. Uh, and then I used to read a lot of John Grisham thrillers and and um old stanley gardner perry mason thrillers and so yeah you know books tv all that stuff kind of got me into it uh but i think again you know if you want to pursue a career whether it's law management consulting or whatever it is yeah speak to people who do it get work experience if you can because i think that is super important you know what i mean like you just need to see it uh, for yourself to be able to understand if it's for you or not so yeah, that, that's the kind of advice I would give. And so that, that's kind of where Lonin just came from is trying to bridge that gap between what you learn at school or what you see on TV versus what it's actually like to work and practice as a lawyer or as a you know, professional in the, in the space. So that's kind of very important to do is, is get insights from people who are doing what you want to do and, and see if it's for you. I love that point you made earlier about um, connecting people. Um, so I wanted to ask your um, thoughts on mentorship and mm-hmm. uh, your experience with it, perhaps. Yeah, so Law Ninjas, uh, we, we do offer sort of mentoring as well. I mentor students, but also a lot of the Law Ninjas who are my friends and colleagues and peers. They also, you know, mentor students or juniors in the profession. I think mentorship is something that not everybody is going to be good at. Um, not everybody has the time or wants to give the time or has that ability to teach or impart guidance and, and knowledge. Uh, some people are fantastic lawyers, but they're not great teachers or, or you know, um, leaders, unfortunately. So. For, for you, if you're looking for a mentor, 
don't just go for the biggest name or the dean of your law school or you know the boss or the or the big boss in your law firm and you you don't need to have just one mentor you can have one mentor for work stuff you can have one mentor for life stuff you can have one mentor for i don't know what are the, the other things that are going on in your life uh, and so i think mentorship is really important i think it's important to find a good one and i think it's great that you guys are doing this um but it, it takes time it takes effort look if your mentor if you have a mentor and they're not giving you what you want you have to ask for it you're not going to get things on a silver platter you're not going to get you know amazing pearls of wisdom you know straight away you're going to have to work for it you're going to have to show that you're invested <clears throat> and that you can also add value to the relationship because it's not just a one way street with a mentor mentee relationship if i was um you know teaching or um mentoring someone typically they also teach me stuff that i don't know you know especially if you know you come from a different generation the the person who come, who's coming from a different generation would teach you about tiktok or or snapchat and things like i have no clue about and so yeah you just got to kind of you know make sure it's a two way relationship where you're both adding value to each other's lives and careers that's so important yeah really right um and mentorship actually i've heard that and um from some of my previous experiences as well it's the mentee who chooses the direction of the relationship they're the ones who has to um take the lead on at least on that aspect of a uh, healthy mentoring relationship yeah. so and yeah and after running loningers for a few years now what have you learned about the students who are exploring that career paths and um trying to learn more about law from actually like experienced people right um what are usually the biggest concerns that you've noticed and have the solutions and advice been effective like what is the response like yeah so i've um spoken at 45 universities around the world uh, over the last few months and yeah the the questions are quite similar uh, you do get a few curveballs now and then but the questions are quite similar in the sense of how do i know what area of law to go into um i can't get an internship what should i do or you know i give a lot of advice about how to draft a good cv or how to draft a good cover letter and so questions related to that um and yeah so those are the people look students we just they just want to be successful they want to get a job they want job security they want money to pay rent if things right so everybody wants that we want security and uh, on top of that so that's obviously you're stressed out about that then on top of that you add this layer of you know competition and that everybody is kind of against each other there's limited spots what do we do at the end of the day students just want guidance they want to hear what it's like to be you know a lawyer in the criminal law space or in the corporate space cuz again our entire sort of belief system or our entire sort of perception of the legal industry is what we see on tv or what we read in our books or what we hear about in our lecture theaters at university but it's none of those things you know i wish my life was like harvey specter in suits but it's not um you know if if we made a tv show about my life you'd just see a guy sitting at a computer the entire day you know and going for a bathroom break once in a while that that's a terrible tv show so yeah you just got to i think um think about it and yeah so students want to know what it's actually like 
so yeah you you just got to keep like you said you know you got to keep adapting to what what's going on in the world and what students are looking for is there anything in the profession that not many people talk about ah uh, okay yes so yeah again firstly mental health nobody talks about it or maybe now slowly but not, again not really uh secondly you know because lawyers are overachievers they they like you know they're, they they want to be the best they want to do all that um unfortunately hard work and long hours in the office or working weekends is seen as a badge of honor it's seen as oh you know he or she must be super important or super successful if they're working really hard uh i it's not like no it's very inefficient in a lot of cases uh in a particular country in asia which i'm not going to name uh i was working in an office there and uh, i used to see the local lawyers who um used to be there till 2 a.m. 3 a.m. in the morning like you know i used to just i used to leave at like 8 p.m. which is already pretty late um and then i used to ask people around me i was like what are these guys doing like why are they still in their rooms like they're always here and they're like oh it's facetime like they're just here cuz their boss is here or cuz it's seen as you know you're being lazy or you're not pulling in putting in your hard work if if you're not around that's terrible that's really really bad that's toxic to a certain extent um so that's something nobody seems to talk about for our audience who is interested in law do you have any resources to learn about uh, law as a career or perhaps resources um for researching colleges or universities to go into yeah and, and this is going to sound like a marketing pitch but yeah so lawninjas.co uh, is is the website so if you go there you know you you see all the videos that we've done this year um which is about 30 hours worth and the things you just asked me so you know about further study or going overseas and things like that we've got three specific videos which are an hour long very very detailed about how to apply for a masters program in the US and the UK and Singapore with speakers who've done it who've been to Harvard who've been to Oxford all that kind of stuff then you know if you want to know what it's like to work as a lawyer in human rights or humanitarian law we've got a session coming up in a couple of weeks on that or if you want to know what it's like to be a corporate lawyer or work overseas we've got sessions on that so yeah all you have to do is just watch these recordings and attend the free sessions that we run every week or every couple of weeks so i think you know that's the kind of thing that you know a lot of law students need to start doing early on because unfortunately what tends to happen and it's happened to a lot of people i know is that because you don't open yourself up to what's out there uh you kind of fall into your career path so yeah just keep your mind open don't put blinkers on at least you know at the early stage of your career cuz yeah you just don't know what you're going to miss out on if you do that yeah yeah i completely agree and that's kind of what we are also promoting right like career exploration and so it makes sense to be able to talk to people who have more experience and to learn more about what we actually want to do um thank you so much for having for your time and this is a wonderful conversation i hope you had fun and thank you no thank you so much for having me and good luck and yeah do stay in touch